So according to reports, Jake Paul against Tyrone Woodley 2 has bombed in the pay-per-view box office. Let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. Don't consider it. Don't consider it. Just do it like Nike told us to do, even though I'm wearing Adidas today. Um, I'm nearly at a thousand subscribers. I want to get the ASAP and I need your help. So please, please, please do subscribe. Um, all right, cool. So I've been seeing on social media and actual news outlets are now reporting this. But um, according to Stephen Milhausen, uh, according to his sources, he tweeted <clears throat> a few days ago, sources have learned that Jake Paul v. Tyrone Woodley to bombed on cable satellite pay-per-view. Numbers are below November's AEW full gear, which did under 65,000 buys on terrestrial TV streaming numbers are unknown right and that tweet has um i've been seeing these numbers all over twitter i've seen jorge masvidal post them i've seen other news outlets talk about these numbers and the fact that this pay-per-view has bombed uh, so um i just wanted to share my opinion about all of this so before i talk about my opinion let's talk about stephen morehouse and who is he because i would never heard of him and this is no disrespect i would never heard of him before um before this tweet that he tweeted um so i went on his twitter page and <laughs> this is the extent of the research i conducted i scrolled through his twitter page um, and i saw that he um works for design and if you're cynical you'll say actually hold on showtime is an obvious um is an obvious uh, competitor to design boxing and the fact that he works for DAZN, there might be something awry with the fact that he tweeted out this information. Uh, people have actually called him out on this, saying, actually, hold on, Stephen, if, how can you not get hold of DAZN's streaming numbers, um, but you can get hold of Showtime's pay-per-view buys? That doesn't make sense, because DAZN's your organisation. Now, obviously, DAZN haven't made any secret about the fact that they like to keep their subscription numbers a big bloody secret. So knowing something and reporting something are two totally different things. And if an organization is paying you, is paying you, and that organization you know doesn't want anyone to know how many subscribers they have, if you then go out and tweet that number, even if you go out and tweet that number, you know you won't have a job tomorrow. You know, so that argument is a moot point. But the thing that I, 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 I wanted to understand is why the hell is AEW's full gear pay-per-view um, the, the measuring stick for this information? Like, why is that? So, again, going through his Twitter page and his RTs and people that follow him and the, the, the his quote tweets and things of that nature he seems to be very close to the he, one he's a wrestling fan but he seems to be close to the wrestling industry which would indicate how he got the information for the AEW pay-per-view numbers because obviously all elite wrestling is a wrestling promotion um, so he may have sources, he may have contacts, con contacts, yeah, that's pronounced that right, um, within that industry that enabled him to get his hands on the AEW pay-per-view numbers. 
But then obviously those same contacts probably have the ability to get hold of the Jake Paul Tyrone Woodley pay-per-view numbers. So I don't know whether this number of under 65,000 buys on terrestrial TV is accurate. But if it is accurate, then you'd have to argue that this is a major disappointment for Jake Paul and all involved at Showtime. Now, there are a couple of caveats to this. The first one is, um, it's in the tweet, right? Streaming numbers are unknown. So obviously, the, the audience that you'd assume are are interested in Jake Paul fighting are an audience where the internet is their first source of entertainment, right? People that are in that kind of age bracket of teenage to kind of early 20s or whatever, I'd assume, are fans of Jake Paul. And they've grown up where they go for an iPad before they go for the TV remote if they want to be entertained. And I'd imagine they don't really hold... um, They're not paying for the um, TV services in the house, whether it's it's satellite or cable. I don't know how it quite works in America, but over here you've either got a dish or you've got cable, right? And I'd imagine being of that age and going to my dad saying, Dad, I need I need to order this event. It's $80. My dad would literally say to me, what are you? No, you're not. You're not ordering that. It's not happening. So I can I can imagine that happening in these households. Right. I'm not saying it happened everywhere, which is why the numbers are below 65,000 if the numbers are correct. But what I am saying is um, I feel like the Internet is an easier way for people like that to access this show with that being said i don't know in this generation or the generate the generation i'm talking about i don't know what they call them millennials zen um gen gen z is i don't know what they fall into at this point but i don't know many people within that bracket right but when you're when you've grown up knowing how to work the internet, being able to get hold of a uh, stream that you don't have to pay for, that is just as good quality as the stream that you do have to pay for, sometimes it's easier to get hold of a, of a, a, a stream that isn't from the legitimate source. Isn't that sad? Like, you know, if, if you have to kind of sign up to the Showtime app, and then go through all of that rigmarole of signing up, etc., just to purchase this event if you haven't already got this app and all of that stuff. Or you can just know that I can go here and I can just watch the fight without having to sign up and it works perfectly fine. So I, I'm, I'm questioning whether the, the audience, I suppose it's like economics, elasticity, supply and demand right and the supply and demand or the the the, the scale at in this equation is how much do these fans support jake paul against how much effort are they willing to go to to pay for his events does that make sense so you might be the biggest jake paul fan in the world but you might not be bothered to 
pay and go through the effort of signing up to a leg legitimate site to pay for his event. So you just watch it for free. I feel like that's the age that we live in without any kind of um, without any kind of um, guilt, I suppose, is the right word of not not supporting with your money because you can justify it by saying, well, he's a millionaire anyway. He doesn't need my $50 or whatever it was online. Another major thing here is I, I, I honestly don't get <clears throat> what the the need was for Jake Paul to fight Woodley again too. Again, there was no demand for it. They supplied it anyway. The only, the only person demanding this rematch was Tyrone Woodley himself. And I haven't seen the fight, but for all intents and purposes, from what I understand, from what I've heard, is it was one of the most boring fights in the world until Jake Paul knocked Tyrone Woodley clean out, right? Um, so this obviously... This, you know what, this is probably a fight where people thought, I'm semi-interested, I'll watch it, but it's not really something I'm going to go out of my way to watch. So I'll tell you what, let me just get a stream. Let me just get a stream up. Maybe that's what happened. Who knows? Um, but it's interesting. It's interesting to see how this moves forward, right? Because um, Jake Paul at the moment is quite limited in who he's able to fight next or who like who's a viable opponent for him because it needs to be someone that has uh, a commercial value with limited boxing ability right and someone that isn't really undersized compared to Jake Paul and they're talking about Julio Cesar Chavez Jr um, being in the running for fighting Jake Paul they're talking about apparently Anderson Silva also being in contention for facing Jake Paul obviously we've got our very own um, Tyson Fury's brother Tommy Fury um, who obviously was signed up to fight Jake Paul but then had to pull out with injury um, so there are options but how viable commercially are these options for the people that are interested in watching Jake Paul box that's the million dollar question <clears throat> literally at this point because if all they're doing is 65,000 um, 65, buys um, on TV, if you add to that, um, buys online, are they even are they even making money on these shows at this point? If Jake Paul has a guaranteed purse, if the opponent, Tyron Wood in this case, has a guaranteed purse, how much money are they making? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it? Is there any point to doing this? Like, I appreciate Jake Paul probably enjoys boxing, I appreciate this is a passion for him. You can tell he trains hard, he works hard. But if you're spending four months, because his last fight I believe was in June or July, and then he fought again in December. So let's just be, be, be conservative with it. Let's not be over the top. If you're spending four months, that's a third of a year, training for a fight, putting money into the promotion of a fight, <clears throat> and you're walking away, with less money than you would have made just making YouTube videos and doing what you were doing before, at some point you have to think to yourself, what am I, what, why am I, what am I doing here? What's the point in all of this? You know? But again, obviously, if it's a passion, if he genuinely enjoys it and it's not about the money as such, then fine, continue. But if he thought this is actually something that he can leverage his fame 
uh, into to earn tens of millions of dollars because if he thought well if, if, if Conor McGregor can do it he went into boxing I'm more famous than Conor McGregor probably in his head at that point he probably thought that so why can't, if I do it I'll earn even more money I'm not saying that's a fact maybe that's part of his thought process if that was his motivation then clearly it's not working out and if it's not working out is it worth continuing you know um someone fight oracle who's a guy that is um very um unbalanced in his views and opinions but he seems to know the american market quite well in terms of how tv's rights work how pay-per-views work and things of that nature um he went through this weird phase, Fight Oracle, of just copying Tyson Fury and using Tyson Fury's lingo and acting as if though he was. It felt as though he was trying to he was trying to pass it off as his own style. But I could see because obviously I've watched Tyson Fury talk on a microphone in interviews for the last 10, 12 years. He's only obviously become accustomed to Tyson Fury in the last two, three, four years. So when you start using Tyson Fury's phrases, it's very obvious, and I feel like he was trying to pass it off as his own. Uh, but that's by the by. But this guy, Fight Oracle, he's a good follow, actually. I find him funny sometimes. I disagree with him a lot of the times. I agree with him a lot of the times. These are the type of people I like to have on my timeline. But anyway, he said, complete in, in response to Stephen Malhausen's tweet about the pay-per-view numbers, um, his response was completely believable. Add-on digital buyers, you're looking at around 100k. The act is wearing thin, which is why he's begging for UFC for access to their stars. They invested tens of millions into Cultivate. Um, so Fight Oracle is a guy that I feel, I believe I might be wrong, but I, 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 from memory, he's a guy that is very pro UFC. Um, when people talk about fight or pay, etc., he always seems to be, um, against those discussions and arguments, etc. But I'm going into other areas now that I didn't intend to talk about. So I'll shut up about all of that. Um, but yeah, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley 2, bombs. Tyron Woodley's performance in the ring, again, bombs. Um, I'm sorry, but I told you guys this was going to happen um, in my preview video that I posted. I, I just, I could feel it in my plums. I could feel it in my plums. And he let you watch. He let the boys watch him get knocked the F out. If you can tell me where I got those words from, what I'm referencing, put it in the comments below and I'll send you a prize, which will be this. Now I'm only joking. All right, um, that's it from me. You can tell I've lost interest in this now. So I hope you haven't. Um, but yeah, subscribe. Uh, put your comments below. Uh, feel free to comment on anything that I've said in this video. And... Um, that's it, really. Share it with a friend and get get them to comment. Let's get to a thousand subscribers. I'm nearly there, man. Help me, help me, help you. All right, I'll catch you guys next time.